Hey guys, Dr. Alok Trivedi, AKA Dr. Rewire. Thank you for joining me on this video. On this video, I wanna cover with you the seven factors that are gonna help you have mental longevity. We've got a mental health crisis that's affecting so many people today. And we know that if we affect the mind, it has to affect the body. If it affects the body, it has to affect the mind. Our job today is to decipher the seven factors that I've discovered to help people rewire the way that they think so that they can actually have whole body wellness. So stay with me while I cover that. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who's a cardiologist and I asked him, I said, what are the top three reasons people come to see you? And he said, you're not going to believe why people come to see me. I said, tell me. He said, the first reason people go to visit me is because of the fact that they have economic stress. That's the number one cause why people go to the cardiologist, in his opinion. Number two was the fact that they have some family squabbles and they can't orient it. Number three, this is the big one, is that they feel frustrated because they didn't do what they wanted to do with their own life. Right? Those are three massive reasons that we can control in so many levels. And the number one factor that we've got to look for in mental longevity is economic and financial stability. Now that's a huge factor to look at. I know you're thinking, well, this is health, right? And money. Well, if you don't have money, then you're going to be more stressed, more scared, more frustrated about how you're going to move into the future. You can't look at your future if you're always living in survival, right? If you're going to have wealth, and true wealth, that's the way you're gonna be able to look into the future 10, 20, 30 years from now to be able to determine how you wanna live, what you wanna do, what the future of your, your life and your family looks like. But if you're stuck and you're constantly living in a state of survival and sympathetic nervous system, which is always stressed, cortisol is always releasing, chances are it's gonna affect your mental longevity. So you wanna make sure that you take care of the money. Number one reason, you gotta handle the cash. The number two cause of mental longevity is to make sure that you have a social network. Studies have shown that people who actually have a decreased friend and social network and don't have someone to live with don't have as much of a connection with other people. And the problem with this is that, is that you always feel alone. That's why they say a dog is a man's best friend. Right? And there's some reality to that because we as humans need the ability to interact with people, talk to people, to be able to connect with, with other human beings. But today in today's digital world, right, we're always looking at our phones and grabbing our phones and that's how we're connecting. Fine if that's how we're gonna do it, but we still need to connect with people. Our human interaction, being in someone's energy and space is a tremendous factor. So here's what I'm gonna ask you to do, is that if you're alone, you're, you're, you don't have a huge social network, go out and meet people, go to, go to the park, Join a group, a community that you feel valuable. Maybe a bridge club, maybe a, a pet club, or maybe it's a sports thing. Maybe it's swimming, maybe it's exercise, the gym. Whatever it is you do, find a common group of people that you love to do what they love to do and surround yourself in that community. A couple times a week is gonna make a huge factor to increase the neurons and have social ability and to have what's called mirror neurons reflect back and forth. That's gonna help you truly feel valued and be able to express yourself. Without the ability to express ourselves, we decline in mental longevity and the ability to heal ourselves. Number three in the seven steps to maintain mental longevity and how to live a healthy life is to make sure that you actually prevent your diseases. Now what I mean by that is simple, is that we've shown that people who are age-related diseases and aging as a disease, stop moving around, stop going around, stop talking to people. And these age-related diseases play a psychological factor on us. Maybe it's your thyroid, maybe it's diabetes, whatever it is, they break down. So the secret and the solution to this is simple, preventative. 
Do everything from a preventative action to prevent these lifestyle-based diseases. Maybe it's quitting smoking. Maybe it's moving. Maybe it's exercising. Maybe it's talking to people. Maybe it's just eating a healthy diet. All these things are factors to make sure that your mind and body are connected. But to prevent yourself from getting these age-related diseases, because what they have to do is that now they force you onto medications. And there's not a single drug that doesn't have a side effect. And drugs have a place in society, but the overutilization of them definitely causes decline in someone's ability to heal and help themselves truly empower their own selves and their own ability to heal by lifestyle. Take charge of it, be preventative, so that you don't decline mentally. The number four cause that causes people to have mental decline is the loss of mobility. So what we want to do is make sure we reverse that. And how do we do that? We move, we get up, we move. It's going to sound so simple, but our feet actually have so much neuroceptive information that sends all the information all the way to the brain. So a simple task like walking, believe it or not, is actually firing nerve cells. Just because you walk, it's affecting everything in your body. That's why you know the whole 10,000 step thing. It's, it's not so much about the lungs and the heart, which is great, but it's also important because what it does, it allows your feet, the proprioceptive material in the feet, the, neuro, the neurologic information to go up to the brain. And it affects in the brain this thing called the cerebellum. And the cerebellum helps coordinate balance and coordination for the entire body. But here's the problem is that if we're too stationary, which we are in our society today, we sit around too often, and we're sitting in front of a desk, in front of a computer, in front of our phones, and we don't get up and move, what happens is that we lose the activity of these neural pathways. And what happens is they start breaking down. Remember this philosophy, you use it or you lose it. That's just how the body works. If you're not using your body, you lose those abilities, and your body then becomes inefficient and then when we try to get back our health, we lose it. So remember, one of the secrets to make sure that you don't lose mobility is preventatively making sure that you're moving every single day. If it's 7,000 steps or 10,000 steps or 12,000 steps, whatever it is, set a goal for yourself and just move. My dad's 71 years old and him and I talk every day and, and, we, and I say, what's your goal for steps today? He's like, dad, today I'm doing 11,000. I said, great. And I said, tomorrow let's do 11,100. And we keep increasing it because we want to make sure that his mind and his body are working in unison. So make sure you move. It'll help you in the long run. Number five, you're not going to believe this one, but I think you understand it, is a feeling of uselessness or lack of purposeness. It sounds so simple, right? Today, we know it through a Gallup poll, I think it was about two years ago, they did a study and showed that 88% of the population, 88% of the population doesn't value what they do for work. And that's a huge factor because if you're an individual and you have to get up in the morning, if you don't feel valuable, if you don't feel inspired to get up and do what you want to do, then what's going to happen is you automatically feel invaluable and you don't feel valuable, you don't feel useful, you don't feel like what your work is doing is super important. When I work with companies and corporations, this is one of the most inspired things I get to do, is work with teams to help them rewire them so that they actually move towards inspiration, not desperation. So the secret to this is this, is make sure you ask yourself the question on a day-to-day -day basis, is how is what I'm doing helping me fulfill what I want in my life? Maybe it's helping you fulfill you as a family. Maybe it's helping you fulfill your, your mission in your life. Whatever it is, if you ask the question, how is this helping me become more of who I am, you're gonna find a greater purpose inside of that. And what it does, it actually activates the brain and moves from the amygdala towards what's called a telencephalon, big long technical terms. But what it's doing, it's helping you grow and think. And it's moving the neural pathways 
increasing the neurogenesis that goes on in someone's brain, which means the making of new nerve cells. It's neuroplasticity at its best. So make sure every day you do that. Then you'll be able to move towards what you want to do. You'll get purpose, you'll get clarity, and you'll stop the feeling of uselessness. Every day, you got to be a value. We know this, that when a man stops working, three years after he stops working, and if he doesn't have a mission or doesn't have a work, the average lifespan is only three years after that. So make sure you have that purpose in why you're doing what you're doing. Number six is so simple, yet so, we don't even think about it. It's oxygen. It's making sure oxygen is getting into your brain, into your body. Oxygen is the most powerful component. It allows us to have life in our body. If we don't have oxygen moving through our system, we are literally breaking down and the nerves don't actually grow. We have this thing in our brain called the mitochondria, in all our cells called the mitochondria. And it uses oxygen to provide and create new energy. So if you're not putting oxygen into the body, what's gonna happen is these mitochondria die off. And when they die off, what happens is that the cells begin to die off. That is your energy. Oxygen is the powerhouse that feeds the actual power plant of the body, which is a mitochondria. So what you want to do to get more oxygen into the body is you want to do something called aerobic exercise. Aerobic exercise is simple, is that you take a deep breath in, right? And you're walking, you're, you're exercising, just where you can have a conversation with someone. That's one way to do it. Or breathing exercises, making sure you're getting oxygen into the lungs. Swimming is a great exercise. Or just breath exercises. Some of, some of you may like yoga, fantastic exercise. Anything that you could do to make sure that you're breathing and breathing at deeper levels, getting more oxygen into the lungs is super important because it's going to stimulate the neural pathways in the brain. Neurogenesis happens when there's oxygen into the system. So find a way to get breathing into your daily routine and it'll help you with mental longevity. Last but not least, probably one of the most important factors in my opinion is appreciate your life. Gratitude, not just for the things that are good, be grateful for the things that didn't go the way that you wanted. Because gratitude is the secret that opens a doorway to your heart, your mind, and your digestive system to work in unison. There's three brains that are needed in the system to work. It's not the second brain, it's three different brains. You have the intellectual brain, the emotional brain, and what's called the enteric brain in the stomach. All three of them, when they become in unison, you get gratitude. And that gratitude is the ultimate healer of all things. Nothing heals more than gratitude. And so when you're grateful, for the life that you have for every moment and you get into a state of presence and true inspired presence, what happens is your body has the greatest ability to heal, the greatest ability to, to function and allow itself to connect itself to whatever your source, your energy, whatever you want to call that allows you to live a greater life. It allows your body to become what's called negentropic versus entropic. Allow your system to do that. When you do that and live in gratitude on a day-to-day -day basis, you change your entire physiologic response the neurochemicals begin to change, the neuroceptors, the neuroreceptors begin to change. Your hormones begin to change because your life is worth value. When you value yourself and you appreciate who you are for what you've done and what you haven't done, the game completely changes. So make sure you look at yourself and say, why do I love myself? Ask yourself this question and really love yourself, not to be ethereal, but what have you done in your life that makes you sit and say, you know what, I do love me. And when you do that, you'll appreciate this person who you are and then the world will begin to appreciate you. It's kind of how the whole system works. If you like this, share with your comments. Tell me what you guys think. Engage with me because I'm reading the comments and I'd love to get back with you and connect with you and tell me what you're thinking, ask me any questions you have, and I'll try and do my best to answer as many as I can. But if you communicate, we can open the discussion and help people grow to live a healthier life. 
I'm Dr. Lok Chavetti, a.k.a. Dr. Rewire. Thanks so much. See you in the next video. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Rewire. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you at the next perfect time. Thanks a lot.